Hello and welcome to the Hearts Review with me, Ross McLeod and Gordon Senior. This week we're joined by Spencer to discuss the last few games, preview St Mirren on Friday, and continue with our banter Oliver. How are we this week, guys? Um, that's a difficult question to answer, to be honest with you, Ross, after yesterday. Um, let's just go with all right. Yeah, very disappointing. Uh, poor performance, I think, but yeah, very disappointing. Um, nice to see you again, Spencer. You're, you're back on the yeah, show. It's good to be back. Um, it's um, obviously a, a year since you've done it. Before we're going, we're going to have regular guests on this this year, be me and Gordon most of the time, but we're also going to alternate between a few different people. So glad to be back. Yeah, absolutely. Looking forward to getting my uh, opinion across. Fantastic. Right, we'll start with the the easier of the two games, a five 0 defeat of Celtic. Um, <laughs> we, we were definitely expecting something like that. You know, we we did say our our um, prediction was five five, Gordon. Um, you know, half, we got one right. side right. Yeah. Yeah, half right. Um, I think uh, first half. I think we're in. We're in the game. Um, gave away a, a stupid goal. Thought the goalkeeper uh, has got to do so much better with that. Uh, the first shot in particular just parries it straight into the Celtic defence, and um, and Cham uh, get, gets an hour, an hour bite, uh, and he doesn't have a strong enough hand. And that's something we've been critical of Pereira for a long time now. That he quite simply just isn't isn't good enough. Um, so apart from that, I thought Hearts were were pretty much in the game. They just maybe could have used possession a little bit better. Um, but second half was a, a total shambles. Uh, you know, the the first thing that that you do, you tell your team when you're going to places like Celtic Park and Ibrox, is first ten minutes of that first half, they will try and come out and get a second goal and, and end the game. Simple as that. They'll try and get that early goal and and kill the game. And what do you do within, you know, two minutes of the second half starting, you give away a corner and you can't defend your own six yard box. It's it's schoolboy stuff. It was a bit um a bit naive to think you, you know, you think any manager that knows a Scottish game would probably say, you know, keep it tight for the next ten but, minutes. But not just the Scottish game, I, I think Ross. Game, I think just any game. Any game. Team, when you go and play a, a team with the quality of Celtic, mm-hmm. you know that's exactly gonna be their game plan. Lennon's saying that he's going, right, listen, we're winning one 0 here, bit of a gift. But we're still winning. Go get the second goal, kill the game. The thing is, you don't need to give them that extra that extra boost. They're difficult enough to play at the start. Hundred you know percent. I mean? Yeah. You don't give them anything, and we give we gave them so much in that game. Well, we we, we gifted them virtually. Um, this, the the well the second goal in particular, and and the third one I thought were were gifts. Um, you know we don't. And by as soon as the second one goes in, um, you're not going to come back from two 0 down at Celtic Park. It's just not going to happen. Um, but. The fact of the matter is, 5-0 in the end was a drubbing, which is a shame because I don't think the first half performance merited that. And, um, you know, we end up getting, you know, going down to 10 men. But overall, a disappointing night. Yeah, I can only speak for the first three goals. Um, I still haven't seen goal number four or number five <laughs> back. Um, haven't seen the red card either. I've, I've heard differing things I, on I, it. I uh, did see the red card. Defo straight red? I would say a red card. Yeah, yeah, the, I've seen the, I've certainly seen the red card back. Um, although I think Scott Brown sees it coming a hundred miles away. Yeah, no, but he's um, probably using his no, experience no, it, as it, he would. Yeah, well, of course you do. You know, if somebody's coming at you at that speed, and uh, you're leaving your leg that high, I think there was only, I think Stendhal said he was he was slightly over eager. 
he I was think very he was, I think, eager. I think he was trying to, <laughs> to to put one in on them. It was, you know, it was it was a reckless challenge, but unfortunately, I think it's more down to frustration. There was a lot of talk of um, of that result sort of hurting the confidence of Hearts, but we're so used to losing at Parkhead by that many goals, or Glasgow in general by a few goals. Surely it doesn't affect you that much if you know you're going to get beat all the time. Four or five now. To, to, to an extent, I think the, the talk was different from Stendhal leading into the game, though. I mean, the, the, the talk very much was that he was going to try and go there, um, play some decent football and try and get a, a good result. Um, it wasn't this loser mentality that um, you know pr- previous players or managers have sort of uh, uh, showed. Uh, he 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 very much had the intention of going there, trying to win the game, get a positive result. Whereas you know a lot of Hearts fans were talking, well, just forget about this game. It's all but about the, Hamilton but, on Saturday. But, sh- but surely there's a way to win a game at Parkhead. I mean, I, I, the way for example Aberdeen set up, mm. some some Hibs teams have went to set up against Rangers at Ibrox as well. It's a similar sort of thing. You set up to sort of have the first half hour, which could arguably did, keep it tight. But he just seemed to have lost it. Yeah, well, the one thing you need is, you know, your your defenders and goalkeeper to have a good game. And sadly, right from the get-go, you could tell that wasn't going to be the case with Piera in goal. Um, you know, as I said, I've only seen the first three goals. I think all of them were certainly his fault. Um, definitely the first one. I mean, the second one as well, I had real issues with uh, the, the header where it just sort of went right through his arms again. It was right at him, basically, wasn't it? Um, so that basically killed the game. I mean, you go 2-0 down after, what, 45 seconds of the second <laughs> half. So um, just really classic, disappointing. But, yeah. I mean, it was it was always going to happen. I don't think this Hearts team were ever going to get a result at Celtic Park. But, you know, it, it was all about Hamilton on Saturday. But we'll, we'll get to that later on, I'm sure. <laughs> my my kind of issue with... Um, the, I, I don't want to criticise a manager for wanting to be ambitious and have a go against Celtic but yeah I suppose, I suppose the talk was a lot more positive going into the game it was yeah. a lot more sort of we might well do something aye but that, um, that's all very well and fine but you've got but to do your talking on the pitch haven't you 100% but I think when you've conceded goals um, you know three goals to Kilmarnock uh, two to um, well you know obviously to Rangers and uh, well one to Rangers sorry the minute goals at Hearts have conceded over the last yeah. X amount of games, yeah. you think to yourself, well, Celtic are the best team in the league. They're red hot in form. They've got Griffiths and Edward, two of the best strikers in the league. It's a bit naive to set up that way and think that you, you can go toe to toe with them. Um, the I was listening a bit the the radio as well, um, and they absolutely slaughtered Hearts from from the, the, yeah, the start yeah. effectively for kind of being that bullish. Yeah. Obviously, in the end, they had a point because we ended up losing five yeah, 0 yeah, yeah. but. I think the problem is it's okay going there with the players and and you know and being that that sort of ambitious. But when you don't have the players, you I don't want you're to say damage to, limitation, yeah, yeah. but you know you've got to you've got to play to your strengths. And unfortunately, our strengths just we, we even even if you want to attack, you say our defence isn't good enough anyway. Our attacking qualities outweigh our defensive qualities. Doesn't matter against Celtic because either way you're still they've still got a very very good defence, and yeah. you're not you're not gonna you're not gonna. But surely, but surely, if you take away the goalposts, you know the performance is good enough. <laughs> yeah, well, if if you want to go down the own Ian Cathro route, then go for it. But um, I'll I'll refrain from commenting. There. I mean, if if you take away the goalposts, at all performances, our yeah. performances have been good enough, and you know we'd probably stay up. Because well, I think I think they just I think I think they just <laughs> edged the stats. Um, I think we had something like forty-seven percent possession, which, in fairness, is not bad uh, away mm-hmm. to Celtic. Yeah, but yeah. 
you know, like I said, I thought in the first half we didn't do enough with the ball when when we did have it. Yeah. And um, because there was opportunities for Hearts to get in behind Celtic, and they didn't do it often enough. I mean, there's a lot of talk, that, uh, probably more from the English game, about like expected goals and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think I've seen something that, you know, if you were going by those stats, Hearts would be about six. It's not. It's not the fact we aren't, you know, trying to play attacking football or, or possession stats or our shots on target stats aren't good enough. It's just the end product. It's actually getting the ball in the back of the net and actually conceding, you know, goals. Yeah, I think if if Hart, I mean, at the moment, I don't think go- scoring goals is particularly our problem. Mm. I think our our problem is conceding. Um, at the back and defensively we're just not good enough yeah. you know we've got you know young Hickey who is still learning the game he's only been on the scene for not even a year really if you think about it uh, at this level Sean Clare is still not a natural fullback. it's not his position um, and then you've got Michael Smith kind of playing CDM that's a position that he's still getting used to you know it, what I mean so you've got players yeah, kind of there's playing there's been a lot, of, a lot of tinkering but when you're in a relegation battle surely it's not the time to experiment yeah, but at the same time, you can argue that the tried and tested kind of team that we've had for the first half of the season, oh, yeah, yeah. Well, totally it's not agree. worked either. So I'm I'm all for trying to change it up a little bit, but I think there's there's games where you pick and choose. I just don't think we're probably doing enough analysing of other of opposition teams at the moment. Yep. I think it looks to me like he's he's got his way of playing, which is fine, no problem with that, but he's not sort of concentrating on enough what other teams can do to Hearts and other teams must love playing against Hearts at the moment you heard Tommy Wright when uh, we played them for the first time when Stendhal said oh this is what I, you know gagging press and all that this, yeah. this is what I want to play that's fine absolutely have a philosophy but Wright knew exactly what he wanted to do just put the ball in behind and they'll, yeah. they'll push high up yeah. and we'll score against them it's um, it's quite worrying though how much of a one trick pony Hearts are yeah yeah absolutely I think um, creatively we're very poor I, I don't think there's enough in in the middle of the park where we're going to break teams down and create enough goals and defensively we're just we're nowhere near good enough I think we complete it's almost the way I see it at the moment it's like they just play from defence to attack and that's it and and they don't really play with a midfield very often and I think we get overrun there (laughs) so often and Celtic was a prime example of that there was no midfield against Hamilton which we'll now move on to I mean a 2-2 draw a game you could argue we had to win and we haven't and let's face the facts here. We're staring relegation in the face. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I couldn't agree more. Um, and it's 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 worrying. Um, and I think I don't know why, but every single time I seem to turn up at Tank Castle and watch Hearts, I've still got this delusion that it's just going to be all right. <laughs> what the blind optimism? Yeah, I, yeah, I don't know what it is, but you know, I was convinced that we would win yesterday, and. You know, and I, I was, I was, and it's the first time, kind of, in a long time, I've been stunned at what I was watching. And that first fifteen minutes is probably the lowest I've felt in a long, long time watching this football club. And that takes some amount of doing. Um, I, I just couldn't believe what I was watching. You were saying though you were shocked, oh Gordon, but I was standing watching, thinking, just another game, just another yeah, two 0 Yeah, we're down two 0 It's 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 been like this who, all but season. But it's who you're playing. It's the opposition. I mean, it's oh who yeah, you're yeah, playing. yeah. I mean, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. It's, ha- it's Hamilton Aki. What I'm saying is, we're, we're clearly not. We've, we've not. It's not the fact we've not been good enough um, over this season. From January last year, we've not been good enough. Yeah, yeah. It's a fact. Well, in it was the league, before January, in really. League, yeah. In the league, we've not. We've been the worst team over the past eighteen months. We deserve to go down. Aye. If we stay up, it's a miracle. It's a miracle. Yeah. No, I completely agree. I think the players aren't good enough for not only this football club but this level. 
Um, you know, I feel I feel sorry for guys like you know I like Halkett. I think he's he's probably the only shining light of that back four. Yeah, I'll, I'll just highlight the second goal. Um, and I'll let Spencer come in here. I don't want to hog the mic. I know. Um, it's a Gordon Senior show this week. Bloody well, hell, Spencer. It is. Um, the, the second cut. goal in particular. <laughs> You, you watch, Hickey's got a chance to put the ball up the line to Naismith. Naismith's screaming at him. Instead, he turns round and gives a pass to Zlamal, who then turns and gives a shocking pass to Suter. He has not got a first touch. The ball gets away from him. That's when the Hamilton player gets in, takes the ball, and then, you know, Claire just completely wipes him out. Now, I'm sorry, that is absolutely... You, you wouldn't even call that schoolboy defending. That's pathetic. Absolutely yep. embarrassing. And I mean, you're at home at Hamilton Academical, and you're giving, you, you know, you're giving away goals like that. Yep. It, it's a disgrace, to be honest with you. And um, you know, Stendhal's been drastic so far and getting rid of you know better and things like that. I would maybe even go one step further and maybe play a couple of kids because surely it can't be any worse than that. Yeah, uh, I said it would be a draw before the game. I wasn't really, yeah, uh, I wasn't really that's... surprised um, with, with the result overall. You know, before we went into these two games, uh, we'll discuss the St. Mirren game coming uh, later on, I'm sure. But so I, he, he's always one better, eh? He know, always knows what's coming, Spencer. But, but, but Hearts fans We've all discussed the St. Mirren game, <laughs> but let's discuss the Hamilton game but, now. But Hearts fans were saying that, you know, this was going to be six points and the season would be fine. But, you yeah, know, yeah. we've played 26 games this season. We've only won three. You're not going to win two in a row like that and get six points on the board. It's not that simple. Um the three wins we've had, you know, you can, you can argue that the Hibs and Rangers ones were somewhat fluky. We've not won out of Edinburgh, is that right? That, that's yeah, that's right. Cause, yeah, Easter Roads are only away wins. So that was <laughs> yeah, that that's true. <laughs> uh, but the reality is, um, I know I like to jump all over the place with games, but two stupid red cards have saved us from getting absolutely destroyed by Kilmarnock and Hamilton. Because make yep. no mistake about it, if Hamilton never got that man sent off yesterday, they would have won that game comfortably I think you know they might yeah, have yeah. got a third I totally agree with possibly you. a fourth goal and the same with Kilmarnock a couple of weeks ago their keeper got stupidly sent off we got back into the game a little bit I don't yep. think that would have been the case if uh, if it wasn't for two stupid red cards ha- Hamilton will be kicking themselves mm, am I right in saying yeah. because that was their chance mm-hmm. to put a wee bit between the both of us and psychologically that's hel- that, that would have helped Hamilton Hamilton are still yeah. in the driving seat to stay up 100% possibly get to the playoff but if there were four points clear, that would have been curtains. Yeah, absolutely. Psychologically, that would have done the, the world a good for them. I've not seen the highlights back. Was that a clear red, that the handball? I mean, I thought it was soft at the time, I have to say. I didn't. I thought it was a, a clear red card. Uh, you know, Bob Boyce, is, uh, he's breathing but down his neck. He's through on goal as well. well whether, last man, yeah. it is a red Listen, card. Listen, whether it was intentional or not, it was still yeah. a red card. And let me tell you something. Clancy gave that. The linesman didn't. I've heard a lot of people say, you know, credit to the linesman. It was not the linesman. Yeah, I, I did. I thought Clancy never gave it. I, yeah, I, I, it, honestly, Clancy I, was coming from behind. He was yeah, the one that blew his whistle. Yeah. The, the linesman didn't even want to give it. Yeah. I thought both linesmen on both sides were absolutely abysmal yesterday. You do want consistency with officials, but officials aren't going to send us down. It's We aren't good enough. No, I, I agree. I, listen, I'm not, I'm not, you know, saying that um, officials are, but you I talk mean, you about... Could, you, could, you could look at the... the Penalty incident as well. Penalty incident yesterday. What, the, the Hamilton. Oh, Uchi, yeah, I thought that was a pen. Yeah. Uh, absolutely. He got away from his man and went down. The thing, yeah, the thing is, well. I don't think there was too much of an appeal from the crowd, I think, because everyone was yeah, just so flat. But, but for me, that, that looked a stonewall penalty. The thing that's worrying, though, is we did concede three against Kilmarnock and obviously two against Hamilton, as Spencer said. We're not we're not in any position where, you know, we're losing, we're leaking goals against teams that don't really score many goals. I worry for 
the away game against St Mirren and then yeah. obviously the derby coming up. Well, you, you look at, I've got a stat here and it's Stendhal's last nine games and it's won three, drew four and lost two. That doesn't sound that bad, but when you read into the stats, it's goals scored 16, goals conceded 15 and, you know, shots on target being 52 and we're only converting 16 goals out of 52 shots on target. That right away is worrying where, you know, you look at the opposition teams who have had 36 on target and they've converted 15 goals. So are you uh, saying if you're a neutral, come to Tincastle? Oh, absolutely. I mean, <laughs> I mean, you look at the results that, th- that we've actually had the last few weeks, you know, 2-2 Hamilton, 3-2 against Kilmarnock. Um, I've seen somebody on Twitter saying, uh, they were talking about Scottish football, some, you know, uh, English fanboy from down south basically tweeted and says oh, that they would um, they don't mind watching Celtic but they wouldn't want to watch Hearts v Kilmarnock on a cold Wednesday night well Hearts v Kilmarnock can finish 3-2 so not really sure where you buy that one if you talk about banter moments and banter teams that game had it all oh it did uh, absolutely <laughs> um, but just going back to the Hamilton game I think Hearts in the first half in particular even when Hamilton were down to 10 men because you knew that with the way the game was going to go after the red card we know that we, if we'd lost that game, that would have been curtains. Yeah. Do we now prepare for the championship? Well, I think um, Anne Bunch talked about that contingency plan, you know, the, the relegation plan, yeah. that she hadn't had one yet. Well, I hope she's got one now, because I tell you what, there's we're staring down the barrel, and it will be a miracle of hearts stay up. The only positive coming away from Tincastle yesterday was the fact that we did get a point, and mm-hmm. we weren't forward to drift to Hamlin. The question you've got to ask yourself is how many... What is there? Eleven games left, including the split. <laughs> um, yes, play twenty-seven. Yeah. So, so, so eleven left. 11 well, left. You, you've got to ask yourself how many games do we need to win to get tenth, tenth spot out of the eleven? You're probably counting at least four out of the the five split games. Yep. Did do, do you see us winning, going on a run like that? I mean, how many of them would be at home? But not that uh, makes well, a difference. But be, well, we've only got two split games last time, so, so three, three. You could argue three okay. split games this time. Well. You know how the league works, mm-hmm. though. You don't know what they're actually going to do until the split games are announced. But you would argue yeah. to get our money's worth over the two seasons, then yes, we should be getting And, and it somewhat looks set in stone now. I think that result today for Hibs, uh, not talking about Hibs, but uh, it looks like the, the the top and bottom six are probably concluded now. It's a I mean, St. Johnston get. still have a game in hand. They could it's have against a Rangers, though, but, but Rangers have not yeah, been playing so well true. of late, and they could well lose that game. But I'd be willing to bet that the top and bottom six is now decided. I mean, that, that's what I would say. So we know who we're going to be playing. The question is, can we get the results to, to stay up and get that 10th spot? I'm not so sure. Well, I mean, it'll be Kilmarnock away and um, Ross County away. I think it'll be our, our away games. Um, yeah, that that may be one where we might get lucky and Hamilton might have to come to Tincastle again. If that's the case, brilliant. Um, although, well, we say brilliant, but they haven't won here in 43 years. I, th- I don't think they'll get a better chance to win at Tincastle than they did yesterday, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. Um, like Spencer says, I think if, if Hamilton have 10, uh, 11 men, I don't think Hearts beat them. Um, and I think they probably would have added to their lead, to be honest with you, because they, they, look, they look more comfortable on the ball. The, the, you know, going forward, they created a couple of more chances in Hearts, and Hearts just don't have the ability to break teams down. So even when they were camped in their own half, I know we've talked before though about the the, the club and some the way the transfer policy is. These players were obviously brought in as quality signings. They're getting paid a fortune compared mm-hmm. to the Hamilton team, yeah. compared to the St. Mirren team, compared to any other team actually, apart from Aberdeen and Hibs, obviously Rangers and Celtic. 
there's clear issues there if this team haven't got the quality to even stay up. Never mind being the bottom six. Never mind not being the top six. Yeah, well, one hundred percent there is. I don't think it's anything to do down to effort or you know fight well, or anything you can like see that, that because fighting, yeah, what I'm I think it's, it's quality. Qual- the quality's it, not there. It's, it's just it's there's just a baffling. total there, there, there's a total imbalance in that squad, and, and I mean you could see it last season. There was a total imbalance in the squad. For a start, they haven't had. Uh, I mean, fair enough. We just signed Boyce. I think Boyce will come good. Hopefully, um, I think he's a player that that we we would have done with last summer and had into that team. You know, yeah. when you got rid of Lafferty, you took twenty goals out of that team for a start. It, it, it just it, well, let's let's actually go back to to Lafferty. You know, we we sell him um, when we've had a great start to the mm-hmm. season. You have a player like him coming off the bench. He can kick you on <coughs> again. I mean, we were in a great position at the start of the season last season. Totally. I'm not saying we would have went, won the league, but you know, with a player like Kyle Lafferty still in the squad, you'd have that sort of, you know, experience, experience as well. Yeah. To then, to then sort of, you know, see yourself see through. Yourself through yeah. Maybe get third. You're in Europe. Even it's even with the in, even with the injuries last season, yeah. you know, defeats to to Dundee at home mm-hmm. and the Livingston one away. Yes. You know, get even Kilmarnock at home beat us. Those results and those performances were nowhere near good enough, that's, that's and point. it doesn't matter if you have but, have but injuries or I'm not. I'm all I'm all for being a business, and the, and you can understand the club needs to find ways to to make money, but getting rid of you, one of your best players for to, to sign for Rangers, a team that didn't play them and then released them, mm-hmm. it's just baffling. You know, you would maybe rather actually win something. Um, than than sell a player for how much do they go for five hundred thousand? Yeah, I think, no, I think it was about seven fifty. Seven fifty. There yeah. you go. You know, you would maybe rather win something. The man could have became a legend at Hearts. Well, totally. I mean, certainly. I'm not blaming Kyle Lafferty for relegation. I'm just blaming the whole thing. No, <laughs> I think I think that goes back to doing Craig Levine's arrogance because I never ever thought for a minute that, that he was a Craig Levine player. Mm-hmm. I don't think Craig Levine ever fancied Kyle Lafferty, um, and I think that was clean as day when he brought in Uchi and he was starring Uchi ahead of him. Yeah. Um, you know, because apart from the Celtic game, but Lafferty didn't start any of the, you could, the you games. You could argue that that kicked, um, obviously, Uchi on. Having a player like Kyle Lafferty yeah. behind him, yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. There wasn't, there's not enough competition now in the team. Well, I think that's the problem. I mean, you, like I think I said last week, that you can't rely on Uchi to be your number, you know, your number nine. Yeah. he's not going to score you enough goals. Simple as that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the the thing is this season, I, I don't think the striking department is actually a problem because I think no. there's good players in Washington if you can keep them fit, Boyce and Naismith. There are options. Why oh why was Stephen Naismith playing? basically a holding midfield role yesterday in that first half. He then pushed, got pushed up in the second yeah, half. Yeah. He got an assist and then, you know, he missed a glorious opportunity in both halves when yeah. he was finally into the box. The guy is a goal scorer. Put him in, the box. Put in the box. Um, Submitting next. We always go on about must-win games. Um, it's another must-win game. Yeah, absolutely. Um I, I'm I'm fearing the worst to be honest. I don't think um, I think I think the best we can probably get is a, a draw. I'm going to be honest with you. Um, it would be gr- I mean if we go, went there and got a win, probably yesterday's result wouldn't be as bad. You know, four points yeah, out, four of points out of the six. Yeah. Um, but are we capable of going there and getting the win? I mean, Saint Mirren will be you know rubbing their you know th- th- they'll they'll be looking forward to us coming. I mean, this will be a, an Great opportunity yeah to, for for Jim to, Goodwin. Yeah. Um, do they have a game? This no, they don't. Not, not a not Scottish not Cup game. What on Tuesday or? Yes. Okay, so so there will be a, a game. They're, okay. they're playing Motherwell. Okay. Um, yeah, but 
they, they, they'll be looking forward to this game, seeing as this is to pick up three points, properly yep. get away, uh, close in on Ross County and yep. and ninth, and get them out of the the proper proper trouble. But um, I don't know. It's it's going to be a tough one. I don't think it'll be a good game. I think it's probably going to be a scrappy one 0 I don't know what the weather's going to be like. Hopefully nothing like Falkirk the other week there. But, or nothing um, like yesterday as yeah, well. Yeah, or Storm yesterday, Dennis of course. Had a, but uh, it's, had a, say. It's, a, it's a huge game, but I'm not optimistic. I don't think you can blame me. Three three wins so. out of 26 games. I don't think it's uh, it's foolish to say that we might not get, get a result tomorrow. But Glad we never drafted you in for your optimism, Spencer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, You're optimistic as well, Gordon. Brilliant. Uh, <laughs> do you know what? I mean... I've still it, as long as it's not an embarrassing 5 0 defeat. No, I, I don't think it will be. Uh, St. Mirren, I still don't think they're that great a team. But we're rubbish. I know, but I've watched Hertz put five goals into them. You know, and that was that was still the majority of Craig Levine's team. Um, yeah, I, I wouldn't be shocked if Hearts actually went and got a result. I, I don't know why. I just I, I could see them maybe winning 1 0 or something, but you can't be. Because, you can't be as open and expansive yeah. as we have been in the Hamilton game and play that high line away yeah. from home against a team who know that they can hurt you. Let's but maybe be a wee like we did against Falkirk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can you adopt those that that type of sort of formation mm-hmm. and you know be a wee bit more sort of uh, compact? Yeah. I think that's got to be the way because Jim Goodwin, I think the way he he is the manager, yeah, he'll he'll be he'll, well, he'll be hoping it's an open game yeah. and tip for tap. That will suit him in it. But you've got to remember the Falkirk game. As well, we got out of jail three times there. Yeah, 100%. Of course, yeah. Do you know, they um, should have beat us as well. Yeah, yeah. I, I thought Hearts were poor in the game um, going forward, but you hope that you can maybe take the kind of the balance yeah. from that game and you can maybe, because I thought attacking wise we're as poor as we've been under Stendhal. Yeah. Um, barely came our, our own half at times. But I think that the problem is, you know, you just hope it, the weather's going to be better for a start, as, as Spencer said. Get the ball in the deck, use possession well, because I think Hearts will have the majority of the possession in that game. St Mirren will probably look to try and catch us on the on the counter, but I don't think they've got you know as good forwards as as the other teams in the league. Mm-hmm. Um, I watched them against Aberdeen and, and the boy up front. Um, Durmus is all right. Yeah, he's, he's all right, but he's not that. I don't think they've got as the quality of of yeah, other yeah. teams we've faced recently. Yeah. So you just hope that um, you know. We can maybe get our goalkeeping situation sorted. Do you play Bobby Zamal or do you opt back for Joe Pereira? That's not going to help the defence. I wouldn't play any of them. I wouldn't. Who do you bring in then? Bring in Harry Stone. I would put in Harry Stone because I mean, what have you got to lose? Because Zamal's a donkey and so's Pereira. It's simple as that. They're both crap, right? I mean, Zamal. People were like, "Oh yes, Bobby's in." I'm not celebrating Bobby getting the, the gloves back because he's just as bad as. as that's why he's in our banter team. Simple <laughs> as that because he, he he's brittle. I'm sorry, um, and and Doyle as well. You know, doesn't fill me with confidence. But at the same time, I'd maybe have Doyle in before I would they two. Yeah, but yeah. he's already been told he can leave anyway. Yeah. So Harry Stone, why why not? What have you got to lose? I totally agree with you. Not Highly sure. dated as well. You know, totally the, the, this is the sort of kind of seasons where these young laddies come on. You know, I mean, look at the attitude of Hickey and things like that. Yeah. You know, Stone could be a similar mould. I just I just think um, I. I I just think we should have signed a goalie in January. Yeah, I mean, clearly. But at the same time, I think your budget kind of decides that, though. 
Because when 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 you're already, I mean, if you kind of get Doyle, because in fairness though, they did tr- they did tell Doyle he could leave. Mm-hmm. So maybe if they'd managed to get rid of Doyle, they might have brought somebody, and they might have been lining up someone. You just mm-hmm. didn't know Ross. You know but, what I mean? But you see, but you see that God. I mean, we spent a, a small fortune a week on Liam Boyce. Yeah, but we need, we we needed a striker who was going to get you goals, and Boyce's track record suggests think, he will get you those do you goals. Think, do you think we needed a striker that needed us goals more than a goalkeeper that would save the goals? Well, I mean, Stendhal obviously wants to attack more than he yeah, wants to defend. Well, obviously. But I mean. <laughs> yeah, listen, I, I don't see why we, we couldn't have went for both. But at the same time, he had a month to do all his business. Yes. Um, and we did, strug- we, we did struggle to make a signing until midway through January. Yeah, yeah, of course, because we're focusing. And, and I think that goes back to the recruitment process mm-hmm. and the way that we do business, the scouting department. We will move on from St. Mirren. Um, hopefully we get a win. Um, but... We did this week go along to the um, Hearts Women's Lunch. Thought it was a very positive night. Mm-hmm. Thought Daniel Stendel and Stephen Naismith came across very well. Yeah. Um, and I thought the whole event was great. Yeah, yeah. I, I thought it was um, it was an interesting kind of take on on the women's team. It's something I'll be honest, I haven't paid too much attention to, but it was it was good to kind of listen to the manager. He seems like he's pretty clued on. Kind of knows what he's talking about, and and so did the captain as well. She came on, she came across very well. Um, Nasey, you know what you're, you're getting with Stephen Naismith and um, and Daniel Stendhal as well. He came across quite, um, you know, I thought he was quite funny. He was, you know, he was ve- yeah, he, he was very funny. And you could tell that the Hearts, if you get a bad result against Sewer, it might be different. But I can tell, you can tell the Hearts fans are very much behind them. Yeah, no, I, I thought he came across very well. Uh, he was a funny, engaging character. Um, I thought he was more relaxed as well which was quite good to see. I thought he came across a lot better there because he was more relaxed and uh, seems a, a very engaging guy, clued on, um, and he certainly spoke very well of the club and I think that reaction from the support um, that he got, I think definitely gave him confidence because I think he even mentioned it to the media. He did, yeah. yeah. He was, he was um, very positive about the fans and and he said on, on the lines of... Um, it's a miracle the Hearts have got such a great fan base. Totally. I mean, you look at any other manager who had a sim- who's came in and had a record, what Stendhal's had, the the pressure would be on. Yeah. Uh, absolutely. And I don't think anyone else would maybe be given as much time. The good thing is, you know, Hearts, support, the Hearts fans aren't stupid. You know what I mean? They, they know what's what's going on. They know where the problem's been. Um, yeah, the pressure will start to build the longer it goes on. But I think he will get to the end of the season actually and I, I think um, you know I think he'd probably end up leaving if we do get relegated but I think the fans will probably stick with him I think the the frustration and the anger is probably el- it, well, it is elsewhere you know it's focused yeah, elsewhere yeah. Rather. so we are going to continue this week our banter 11 from the 10s the 2010s this week we're going to go and um, pick our midfield um, and We've we've already had some fantastic names um already um put forward to us. Um Gordon kick us off. Who are we gonna put at left mid? <laughs> I've went with uh a Craig Levine January signing, Danny Amankwa, um, who of course Danny if Amankwa. if you recall came on uh during that League Cup semi final defeat to Celtic, he replaced Stephen Naismith and couldn't even I think did he not get subbed actually himself towards towards the end of the game. I think I think he got brought back off himself in the end. Brutal player, sorry. I mean potential but brutal. He couldn't tie his own shoelaces. He just uh yeah, just absolute huddy, I'm afraid. Um 
Yeah, so so he's he's yeah, I'll put him forward for left midfield. Yes, I'd concur with that, Danny Amankwa, left midfield. <laughs> what is that? Is that? Yeah, we just are we just <laughs> closing the shop now, Danny Amankwa. <laughs> Left midfield came with so much promise. To be fair, had an okay performance. One against Hibs when we won 2-1 at Tiny. That was his one half-decent performance, to be fair. But apart from that, he was useless. When was that? Where we won 2-1. Remember? Um, oh, on the, on the, on the, the Lafferty. Uh, I can't even remember. I didn't even remember him playing that night, to be honest with you. Did he? Okay, I'll take your word for that. So, Danny... He still makes the team. ...has uh, made the banter 11 of the 10s. Um, we aren't sure if he's actually played over 10 games, but, you know... I'm sure he well, Danny. He was here for a year. We'll add him in. Now, for cent- central midfield, what what are we thinking? I, I'm i going to put a name out there. Jamie Hamill. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, to, to think Hamill... You know, had his mo. Hamill was a worker, to be fair. I mean, I mean, he, <laughs> I know he was a worker, yeah. but I don't know. I just found the whole heart social media around Jamie Hamill hilarious. <laughs> yeah. You know, some of the people loved him. Yeah. Some people hated him. <laughs> I went to the yeah. I went to the calendar signing session one, <laughs> and there was a, a young girl that called herself a Hamillholic, so um, <laughs> she 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 liked him. Uh, he's okay. I, I wouldn't have him in the the worst team I, I, I'm not saying there's yeah. a worst team this is a banter team a banter team. team of course this is, this yeah, is a, banter a banter team, team. This, isn't a, this isn't a worst team well, you don't uh, have to be yeah, sure. terrible to be a part of the banter mm. team uh, some of these banter moments were quite amazing yeah. I mean to <laughs> think <laughs> about the time he, um, he nearly killed Derek Adams yeah, against Ross County I mean mm. if that doesn't get you in the banter team I don't know what will yeah, that's true very true um, you know he scores a goal yeah. and then he, he, he sticks the heat on him that, that's, doesn't even that, get that's sent off either that's right. Well, I was I kind of had a soft spot for Jamie Hamill for that goal in the quarter-final replay against St. Mirren. Um, that was a, a great finish, to be fair to him. But um, yeah, I can I can see that. I would have went for Kenny Anderson personally, but, um, but it's an open forum. Yeah, that's where I would have went for. J- Jamie Hamill for me, uh, I just always remember his free kick against Inverness. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I went wait because he he started off at right back and then Locke kind of played them in the centre midfield. But I just—he used to wear the tightest wee shorts when he was at Kilmarnock, and he used to piss me off. I just used to always hate him for that. Um, I just used to hate that ham on his tight shorts, man. Um, uh, Jamie Hamill—the only reason why I—I I, I wouldn't necessarily have him. I mean, I suppose if you're talking it from a banter point of view, then I. It is the banter um, I think, um, yeah, I think you could you could have grounds with him. I personally had um, Callum Tapping as my central midfielder. But, but but did he nearly kill an opposition manager? He nearly killed me by just watch by me having to watch him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, that that's that's enough. Say what you want about Hamon, but he's still uh, he was still good for a penalty. Still you make a point. Uh, make a point, and he did score at Ibrox. Yeah, and everybody hated him as well. I mean, like, don't get me wrong, I criticised Hamill so often. Yeah. When um when he was at Hearts, but. You notice every time he went away from home, he was like our version of Scott Brown. Not in terms of what he, g- he gave you on the pitch, just everyone in the ground hated him. The opposition fans hated him. Um, so I liked him uh, uh, kind of for that. But yeah, he, he was uh, he was pish, to be honest with you. Some other names that were mentioned, Kenny Anderson, you mentioned earlier. Yeah, Kenny Spencer. Anderson, I mean, yeah. He came with so much promise, didn't he? Well, he scored in his debut, didn't he? Against Livingston. He did. Yeah. Um, yeah, he was a he was a pure donkey. Um, so, I mean, you don't know if that was a Levine or a Nielsen signing. <laughs> it was one of these signings. Didn't we not make the signing before the window opened? Wasn't it one of those ones? 
for January, wasn't I it? I don't know. Was he not a deadline day signing? Was he? I have a, I have a funny feeling he was. There was, this big, there was this big thing about this sort of half Dutch, half Scotsman coming to Tincastle. He's going to be Because we paid, paid money for him. We only, we only really paid money for any Aye. kind of player. He might have been the first player we paid money for uh, post-administration. Yeah. Um, so I think there was a lot of expectation from that type side of things. Yeah. Um, but he was brutal. <laughs> he, he really was. I mean, I think his Tynecastle debut. I just remember thinking, well, this guy was maybe good. Yeah. Uh, he scored in his debut, and then you thought, oh, you know, we've yeah, got a player here. Because that's when everything just hearts touched, just yeah, turned yeah, to just, gold. It yeah. was great. And yeah. he, I think that was maybe the, the first official dud of the Craig Levine Nielsen era. Although you could argue that El Hasanui was, but... That's a good point. El Hasanui. Who I, I didn't actually even put. I think he's on the bench in my banter team. Um, <laughs> well, we'll move. Well, he's, he, he's, he's one of the forward. Yeah. He's in the forward role. That's to come, Gordon. Oh. That is to come. Um, <laughs> my other one's Glenn Whelan. Glenn, why Glenn Whelan? Just because it's Glenn Whelan. I mean, the, the, the guy has over 90 caps for the Republic of Ireland. <laughs> You know, he's played for Aston Villa, Sheffield Wednesday, Man City, huge one, clubs. One promotion for Aston Villa last season as well. Yeah, exactly. He's, yeah. you know, and, and he played over 30-odd games for them last season in the yeah. Championship. You know, he came, you thought, oh, this guy will stroll up here. You know, he, he's he's going to be absolutely brilliant. Comes up here, trains twice a week. <laughs> doesn't he do any media conferences? And then piss off, pisses off back down, down to England half the time. As soon as the game's finished, he's away to Waverley Station to catch his train. So, some some... Amazing candidates here. We've got Jamie Hamill, Kenny Anderson, Callum Tappen. Callum Tappen. I, I still don't get why Callum Tappen's in there. But and it was like a pity signing. We've put you out of the Europa League. Here's Ta- here's Callum Tappen. Sorry. It's like Liverpool gave us that Liverbird thing when we played them. You know how like each kind of club in Man City, you know, they brought up the Premier League trophy and they Wasn't gave that us a Michael Ngu. Uh, Michael Ngu was all right to be honest with Michael you. Michael Ngu. I've seen worse heart strikers than Michael Ngu. And I mean that at half volley in the semi final against Inverness, you know. Yeah, and the whole, he gave, whole crowd. He gave us crowds there. I don't know. I wouldn't. Um, I wouldn't hit on Michael and Good too much, but certainly Callum Tappen uh, was brutal, and that Inverness semi final at Easter Road epitomises that. What about Prince Boabin? Uh Possibly. Uh, again, I mean, at least he scored a derby winner. Uh, the, the penalty. Uh, I would have had definitely Mallory <laughs> Mallory Martin in uh, in midfield. Um, Martin as well. There's yeah. also something about banter about Perry Kitchen. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I mean uh, yeah, the, the name for a star, uh, Captain America, and the, the yeah, yeah. t-shirts. It's all, yeah. it's all a thing. There's so many candidates yeah. here. The, 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 I don't know, just something about Perry. I mean, he was all right, but there's something about banter about about an American Perry Kitchen, I guess, in the, yeah. in the middle of middle of the park. I, I do I do actually concur there. Perry Kitchen actually could be in the banner eleven and yeah. be the captain. Of and the, the fact 11. that when he left at Hearts, he actually went to LA Galaxy. Yeah. And yeah. he was he was basically the same team as Latin Ibrahimovic. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but also, um, Jake Mulraney is is in my midfield as well. Um, Centre midfield. Well, no, I'm more on the left. Well, left to the right, possibly out in the wing. Jake Mulraney, I would say. Centre midfield just now. But oh, well, we'll I'm terribly sorry. I'm terribly sorry. I'm terribly sorry. I just, you know, I just seen his name on, yeah, I know, on, I know, on my wee list. On my wee list. Too excited. Yeah, yeah just, just a tad. Just, just a bit. Tad, yeah. I mean, he, he might well make the team. but <laughs> um, <laughs> Well, you were a big Jake Mulraney fan, as we know. <laughs> I, I, there's plenty of candidates for centre, but I actually think we could we could actually put Jake Mulraney in that position. I don't know if there's any, any other for left mid. I mean, 
Jake Mulroney, he did try, but it seemed as if he'd won an award. He'd, he'd won like <laughs> he'd won like a chance to play for Hearts. No, no mind those. Um, do you mind those uh, old TV programs where you could, you know, win this TV program and you can sign for Inter Milan? Mm. Do you know it was that sort of thing? Like Jake Mulroney's. What, what was that called again? Was it Dream Team or oh, something? Something like that. It was. No, Dream Team was the thing about. I uh, uh, yeah, Dream Team is the, the fake show. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But, but there was <laughs> we were, there was something, something like that. really random. Yeah, what was happening at the end of the season? Because there was one <laughs> with Chelsea as well, uh, wasn't there? Yeah, 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 yeah. But that, that, uh, yeah. You could you could play for Chelsea. Yeah, yeah. Aye, and so it was, aye, and the whole thing was like, oh, you can you can play for this. Um, you can come and play. That's what Jake Mulroney I thought with Hearts. I, I don't know who looked at him. I didn't even think he was that much of a player in Inverness. And when no. we signed him, I was like, all oh, right, you know, okay, he, he might be a good player. But yeah, totally it was a swap deal for Angus Beef, wasn't it? It, might it was well a straight swap deal. Might well have been something like that. Yeah, I'm sure it was. Um, but yeah, he was uh, Jake Mulroney was absolutely brutal. Fact as well that um, Atlanta, two hundred grand. One of the aye, and then one of the biggest teams in America, actually the biggest team in North America now, have bought him, and they made a big deal about signing him for two hundred thousand pounds. Yeah. And <laughs> He was in our ba- he's in our banter eleven. Yeah. yeah. He must have a great agent, the guy. Oh yeah, I hundred percent. Goes from Inverness to Hearts and then Hearts did to, to, to the States. I mean he has won a watch. Right. He's won he's won that award twice over. Yeah. And he'll be in a fortune over there as well. I know. Next stop Barcelona. <laughs> <laughs> no, he'll be back he'll be back playing in continental Europe now for one of the big giants of, of yeah, Europe. Yeah. Yeah. PSG or something I'll say. One of these players at Hearts just you know couldn't find a place for him, but PSG will sign him. We'll, we'll see him at Euro 2020. Well, Ireland, I'm telling you. He'll be the player of the tournament. No, but that Hearts review, what do they know? What do we know? <laughs> so, Danny and Aqua, Jake Mulroney. Yeah. Now, we've got plenty of candidates for this um, this centre midfield. I mean, Perry Kitchen did flatter to deceive, to be fair. I mm-hmm. think Spencer makes a fantastic point there. Yeah. I actually could could forgot about Perry Captain Kitchen. America could captain the team. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, certainly, um, it's certainly a possibility. It's because he came with such hype as well. You, you could also throw Lloyd Demur in there. <laughs> Four-year deal from Cardiff. So it was Craig, Craig Levine's comments when he signed him. Oh, you know, I thought about signing him in 2016. You know, he uh, he looked a really good find, but he went to Cardiff instead. Craig Levine wasn't even the manager then. <laughs> Cholice is another one. We made a song about yes. him. Oh, we, yes. we played on the show. <laughs> we did. We did. We really did. The show because we were like, oh, it's, this is a player. He did Alexandros Cholice. He came from um, Panathinaikos. Mm, Greek, inter- Greek international. Yeah. Oh. He's like he was like four and a half stars on Football Manager. Yeah. He was a, he was a, yeah, he was like total a luxury player. Rated as well. Totally like. lu- luxury player there, that you go back to. Um, oh, yeah, he was. Uh, right, I, I think it has to be. I actually, he might have to because he, he did completely flatter to deceive again, and it's one of these signings. It's like, how did he end up in Scottish football? Yeah, it's like, it's like Ronaldinho potentially <laughs> signing for Saint Mirren. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Ronaldinho wouldn't have done well at St Mirren because it's St Mirren yeah. <laughs> do you know what I mean <laughs> I just don't know I'm, I'm actually lost here I don't think Callum Tappan gets in because there's so many banter people that could end up in there should maybe, should maybe put the fans no I think we decide it. now <laughs> that's, that's tough that's tough it is tough but I, th- I think we need to decide it now because 
we've started this. We have to finish it. Well, I'll go with Buabin then. I think I'm going to go with Buabin. <laughs> You've just been completely left field again. I, I don't... I, I, I think I think Perry Kitchen. Buabin was brutal, though. Perry Kitchen is Captain I know, but I've still got nightmares of Prince Buabin just doing his like wee turn. You know, I used to love doing that turn in the middle of the park where it was like he would just put his two legs <laughs> out and he was like... the championship. Him and Gomez. Got us out of the championship. We also arguably put us out of Europe by missing that penalty. <laughs> oh, against Burke Canna. Aye. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, no. You've reminded me of Burke Canna now. And I thought this heart, actually, that Hearts team was actually better, but that, that should be the, the sign of it. That should be the first sign of this mm-hmm. Hearts team. Yeah. Burke Canna put us out of Europe. Yeah. All three of their fans just going limbs. Because <laughs> I blame Boabin for that. In fact, he was even nah, taking I penalties anyway. I don't, I don't think Prince Barbin. Because he did score the derby winner. Yeah, but so did Gary Glenn and Cal Mellet. Does, I mean... So what? And Obua and Christian... David Obua, there's another one! <laughs> oh no, he... David Obua never did played... Not, did, not, no. did he not play in 2010? No, no, no. I'm sure he did. Did he play in 2010? Obua was here 2008 to 2012. Four years. 2008 so David to 2012. David Obua there as well. Oh, Aye, because did he not leave in the January... Before we won the Scottish Cup, because he played that season eleven twelve. Because he started up front with John Sutton. Well, well you know he would have played later because he he played at the St Johnston replay and that was in February. Did he? Yeah, yeah. I think Abula's last game was in March twenty twelve, a two 0 home defeat to Dundee United. There you go. Really? So you, oh, I, I I just assumed he was not part of Paul Sergio's squad. Yeah. No, no, it must have been. No. Right. Well. Um. Yeah. So there's there, there's another one, David Abula. You know the gangster. Uh, come on. I mean, you didn't get more banter than... David, o- I know. And David O'Boer. Yep. We're still not anywhere <laughs> with this. <laughs> I thought the defence was hard. The defence was easy compared to this. Um, Buabin and Kitchen. I think Kitchen and... Why don't we just go for yesterday's midfield? Hmm. But we're, we're in the 2020s now. Oh, well, let's go for the, the midfield that played against Hibs then. On Boxing Day. Spencer, what's your thoughts? Uh, ki- Perry Kitchen and um, go for Booabin. Kitchen and Booabin. Why not? <laughs> I just don't know. Cholis can make the bench. I think Cho- I I I think there's strong there's strong Cholis. I I think Cholis. Mally Martin and all. To be fair, no, nah, we've, we've got to include Mally Martin. He was he was shocking. Yeah, right. And, and Mally Martin simply for. The video of all these free kicks that Hearts put out. <laughs> Mallory Martin's in there, right? We've put Mallory Martin. the fact in. that, like, he actually his last game Hibs away, basically, yeah. he couldn't even beat the yeah, first yeah. man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So Mallory Martin's in. Who's the last one? Perry Kitchen. Yeah. Mallory Martin, Perry Kitchen. Yeah, we'll go for that then. Right. So we've got Danny Aqua, Perry Kitchen, Mallory Martin, and Jay Mulroney. <laughs> what a team! <laughs> what a team! Scottish Cup winners that that team. Next week we will obviously be doing the um, strikers and um, the manager, whoever that will be. Oh. <laughs> he may well be the director of football as well. <laughs> well, who knows? <laughs> it is all up for discussion next week um, on the Hearts Review. Thank yous both again for being a part of it. Thank you for listening um, to. Um, until next week. Goodbye. <laughs>